Com. Here is another community announcement from WAOV. Cross-stitching, crocheting, and sharing ideas. That's what is going on on the third Saturday of every month at the Bethlehem General Baptist Church Fellowship Hall. They encourage anyone who wants to increase or learn those skills and fellowship with new and old friends to join them for food, fun, and learning. It's for both men and women at the Bethlehem General Baptist Church, third Saturday of each month. Hi, it's Dennis Daly, inviting you to join me Mondays when we grab our popcorn and get ready for another motion picture. Not the soundtrack of a Hollywood movie, but a special retelling of a classic story for radio, often with the original cast. Hollywood Nostalgia, Monday at 3. And you know, today we talk about movie franchises. Well... Back in the 30s and 40s, there was a franchise called Maisie. And the amazing, very funny actress Anne Southern played the much-beleaguered Maisie, who went from rags to riches to riches to rags and back in every movie. So join me Monday at 3 when Anne Southern is Maisie, the lady. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. At 97.3, 97.7, and 14.50, WAOV, news happens all the time. During the day, at night, and through the overnight. For the latest in local news, weather, and sports, as well as obituary information, check out NewsKnoxCounty.com. Don't miss bingo every Thursday evening at the Knights of Columbus in Vincennes. Doors open at 6, gains begin at 7, the hub all starts at $300. Open to the public, the Knights of Columbus, located at 701 Felt King Road of Vincennes. Bingo license on file. The WAOV forecast now from the Brian Stevens to Erie Insurance Weather Center. High of 33 today with a chance of some flurries possible. 50-50 chance of snow tonight. Low to your 17. Tomorrow mostly cloudy. A high of 20. And then a high of 19 on Saturday. Jeff and Dave continue laying down the law every Thursday afternoon at 3 on Legal News and Views on WAOV. From the 97.7 WAOV Studios at 6th and Busserin Streets in downtown Vincennes, it's time now for Legal News and Views. Now, here's Dave Rolligan and Jeff Cobb with Legal News and Views. Courthouse, downtown Vincennes, corner of 6th and Busserin. Welcome to come join us, but uh, I think if you're listening to the radio, the easiest way is to give us a call. 812-882-3737. Operators standing by patiently waiting for your call, which we hope is of a legal nature. But heck, we'll talk about anything. 
a lot of sports news, all the coaches that have been fired and looking for jobs or retired. Uh, but well, this is legal news and views. So uh, 812-882-3737. This goes along with uh, people can sue for anything. An American tourist in Canada ordered a hamburger medium and was required to sign a waiver. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the raw meat. The Hilton Hotel restaurant asked him to sign a waiver when he ordered a hamburger medium done. I ordered my burger medium, and the waiter took it with no questions or comment. <clears throat> Toronto Burger came with a release form. She brought it, and it looked great. When I had my first bite, she brought me a release form and said, we always make our burgers well done, but since you wanted it medium, you should sign this. And I noticed on a, a U.S. Menus, they say they just give you a warning. Oh, yeah. If you want it undercooked, it's at your risk. Yeah, that is correct. Um, now, what's the legal effect of all that? Uh, probably not a whole lot. Um, the uh, Especially even if you ask for medium rare or medium, uh, if it's not properly cooked, it's not properly cooked, and uh, there could still be some liability there. Well, this person left because they said, how can I eat this burger when they asked me to sign a release? <laughs> it would make you a little worried. Well, uh, um, my first story, kind of a follow-up, but it's also uh, the law and uh, entertainers, uh, deals with Prince, the recording artist. He died in 2016, and we've done stories before about the fact that he didn't have a will. And this is kind of odd, considering that he spent a large amount of his time trying to get control of all of his um, copyrights and all of his music uh, and was seemed to be very attuned to the law. So as a result, they found six heirs, uh, which all states, including, um, let's see, I think Prince was Minnesota, uh, that will say, if you don't have a will, here's how it goes. And in Prince's case, they were all half-siblings. Three of those siblings sold their interest to a company called Primary Wave, and it created what's called Prince Oat Holdings, and they have the rights, because of the three, uh, of half of uh, all of Prince's uh, legacy. The other half is still owned by the three half-siblings who created uh, what is called Prince Legacy, LLC. And you might say, well, what's all this got to do with anything? Well, he might be dead, but he's got an estate worth $156 million. Apparently, just releasing some new albums uh, based on some uh, previously unreleased recordings Prince had made Uh, So still making tons of money. Now, here's the update. Prince Legacy LLC, uh, again, owned by the three half-siblings, is run by Londell McMillan, who managed Prince during the 90s, and Charles Spicer. Uh, And they filed suit against the owner saying, hey, they're trying to force us out. Well, now, this is interesting to me because in most LLCs, the owners can force out the managers, uh, but uh, they seem to think that there's something wrong with it, and 
that if they're forced out, they said there's nobody with any experience to run the business. Um, I always found it interesting, and I've said before, um, when Elvis Presley died, his estate was valued at $8 million. Because of the way it's been managed since his death, it's valued at over $300 million. Uh, some of these guys, when they were alive, weren't very good with the money, uh, but uh, the people who took over afterwards are. I'm sure there'll be more on this, uh, but uh, the battle continues. The lesson learned is plan your estate. Says the estate planner. Yeah. Uh, this happened to it at Atlanta. There was an empty lot with no water line. Gets a bill for $30,000. Okay. A small metro Atlanta business owner fought the water company over a large, large bill. He appealed it, and he lost. <laughs> the address in question didn't even have a water line. Um, we, uh, the, uh, the Department of Watersheds Management appeal process, where it's hard to win a case, uh, they looked at 18 months' worth of cases uh, appealed by customers who were unhappy with these bills. Uh, when Watershed denied adjustments to disputed bills, customers then went to the Sewer and Water Appeals Board, uh, board and they lost 80% of the time. Uh, so I don't know how <clears throat> you can lose if there's no water to your uh, lot, and they still try to charge you that. Um, so I don't, I'm not exactly sure how that happened, and I, my guess would be that they can uh, still go to court and prove that they don't owe the 29000 and change to the water department. I, uh, I don't know why this reminds me, but I'm just back from Evansville. And lunch at Biagi's a very nice place. Uh, they're off of Lloyd Expressway. And uh, they gave me the itemized bill. It was $47.50. All right, that's good. Give them my credit card. Comes back. And sign here. And it's $80.90. Wait a minute. That's not exactly what the itemized bill said. And nobody apologized. Nobody said anything. They just said, oh. Well, we'll, we'll redo it. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, shouldn't somebody say, hey, sorry for all that, but oh well. Oh, it's good food. Uh, let's take our first break. Here on Legal News and Views, 97.3 and 7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV.com for your podcast, uh, 812-882-3737. Call now and you will be the priority when we get back. Advertising on radio offers several advantages to make it a valuable marketing channel for businesses. Number one, a wide reach. Radio has a broad reach, reaching millions of listeners across different demographics and geographic areas. Targeted audience. Radio stations often cater to specific demographics or target markets. It's cost-effective. Radio advertising can be more cost-effective compared to other traditional media channels like television. This makes it a viable option for businesses with smaller advertising budgets. Frequency and repetition. Radio allows for frequent and repetitive exposure to your message. Immediacy and localism. Radio provides real-time information and local content, making it a popular choice for immediate promotions and local advertising. 
flexibility and creativity. Radio ads offer flexibility in terms of ad duration and format. This flexibility allows for creative storytelling, engaging jingles, or even celebrity endorsements, depending on the objective and budget of the campaign. Mobile and on-the-go audiences. Radio is a mobile medium often consumed while people are commuting, driving, or engaging in other activities. This means your message can reach a captive audience during key moments when they're receptive to hearing about products, services, and promotions. And lastly, emotional connection. Radio has the ability to create an emotional connection with listeners through voice, sound effects, and music. Well-crafted radio ads can evoke emotions and capture attention, enabling advertisers to establish a deep connection with their target audience. To learn more about advertising with TOC Direct Media, visit OriginalCompany.com. And we're back, Legal News and Views. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. 812-882-3737, your ticket to enlightenment. Dave? Dave here. Uh, when we talk about people suing, I always wonder how they find the lawyers to do this, although they, I suppose they could do it on their own. Two uh, tired Madonna fans sue her for playing past their bedtime. Who, for the, what fans? Madonna fans. Madonna. She's a singer. Yes, no. no. <clears throat> the ticket said the show would start at 8.30, but uh, she didn't get on the stage until sometime after 10.45 p.m., the men said they were confronted with limited public transportation, limited ride-sharing, and or increased public and private transportation costs by the time the show ended at 1 a.m. And they, uh, they had to go to work the next day. Um, they're suing her and the Live Nation at Barclays Center for unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices for promising the public the concert would begin at 8.30. Now, at some point... I'm not sure how far that will go, but oftentimes you'll go to a movie. Movie starts at 7, and after 45 minutes of previews and commercials, it's 8 o'clock before the movie starts. So, um, I'm not sure how the courts uh, will handle that, although um, they might get some traction in New York, um, but uh, obviously they... Uh, Only if they're suing Trump. Well... I'm so tired of that. The uh, uh, the problem is that you know they they could say, oh, here's a couple hundred bucks or refund your tickets, but then if they've got fifty thousand people in attendance, they don't want to set that precedent. So there may be future follow-ups on that one. This story began with uh, three presidents of elite universities testifying before Congress. After the Hamas uh, invasion of Israel and uh, taking of hostages and killing the people, uh, they were called before the House Judiciary Committee uh, and basically were asked uh, why are there protests on campuses, uh, in a sense, pro-Palestinian, and would not that be uh, anti-Semitism? Uh, all three of the presidents waffled. Eh, it could be, maybe, I don't know, depends on the circumstances. This provoked a one William, Bill Ackman, 
who is a billionaire or founder of Pershing Square Capital Management, uh, to begin calling for all three to resign. Uh, finally, in January, Harvard, uh, or the Harvard president, a black woman, uh, let's see, I have her name here. Gay. Gay. Professor Gray, or Dr. Gay. Gay, Claudine Gaze, resigned as president. She's still on the Harvard faculty and apparently being paid 900000 a year. Um, but uh, she resigned as president. That led... Business Insider, a magazine I had previously knew nothing of, to report that uh, Ackman's wife, Neri Oxman, a former MIT president, or not president, uh, but professor, uh, plagiarized uh, her doctoral thesis. Uh, Oxman, Neri Oxman, said, well, I may have omitted quotation marks and she said uh, she will check the citation and will make necessary corrections. Uh, that apparently wasn't enough, as the Business Insider continued to report on uh, allegations of plagiarism until the billionaire husband said, that's enough. He said, yeah, I've hired a law firm, and we are going to unleash hell on the Business Insider, mostly for defamation. Um, I'm sure there's more to come from this story, but it's kind of fun to watch elites argue with each other. But uh, that's how they do it. So his wife got fired, too, right, for plagiarism? No, no. She was a former MIT professor. She had left being a professor for some time ago. Uh, This guy was a Survivor winner, the TV show, Nick Wilson. Um, as a legislator in Kentucky, he withdraws a bill which yeah. <laughs> legalizes sex between first cousins in Kentucky. I didn't know that was against the law. Well, I, I, I used to go to church in Kentucky. I, I didn't either. <laughs> Wilson said that an inadvertent change caused first cousins to be struck from the list of relationships included under the incest statute. Uh, he's a Kentucky lawmaker. To clarify things, after filing a state bill on Tuesday, that would legalize sex between first cousins, which he later called a mistake. Uh, It went viral and was criticized after it was filed. Uh, Wilson addressed the criticism by stating there was an error during the drafting of the statute. Uh, During the drafting process, there was an inadvertent change which struck first cousins from the list of relationships included under the incest statute, and he failed to add it back in. It's probably his staff did that. They I don't think a lot of legislators write their own stuff. Uh, I will withdraw HB 269 and refile a bill with the first cousin language intact. Either that or the first cousin lobby got to him. Uh, so who thought that incest would be a big topic in Kentucky? Eric Proctor uh, lives in Polk County, Florida. Uh, a situation that I've actually encountered in my little neighborhood with narrow streets, uh, people going way too fast, especially given the fact they're kids who play in the street. Um, however, uh, Eric crossed the line. Now, I don't think it's when he threw a beer can at the speeding vehicle. But it's when he later confronted the driver and said, I'm going to go get my AR-15, 
And he returned and fired the gun three times, once in the air and twice into the ground. That, at least in Florida, will get you arrested uh, for aggravated assault. Uh, on January 26, back in 2015, Taryn Joy Marchi stepped through a snow bank next to a newly plowed parking spot in uh, downtown uh, parking lot in a Canadian city. Uh, he fell, injured his leg badly enough, and he claims a million dollars in damages for the injury. Uh, the city says it followed its snow removal policies, and uh, she couldn't sue them because they had done that. Nine years later, the result of that question, a legal battle which made it all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada, still is reverberating through the courts. Uh, so, Jeff, speaking yeah. of your small street, Yes, who's narrow, re- narrow, narrow, narrow. Who, who's responsible for snow removal in front of your house? The city. No. Yeah. Sidewalk. Oh, the sidewalk. Yeah, the sidewalk. Uh, I think the Indiana rule is if you don't touch it, you're okay. But there's no requirement to remove it. Unless you want mail delivered. Well, the post office will cease delivering you your mail. Have you looked at your mail lately? <laughs> have you gotten anything of value? Well, no, that's why uh, the best feature at our local post office, they have nice people and large trash bins. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that what you get in the mail today is mostly recyclable, I hope. Oh, that's a good idea. I should should start doing that. All right. Um, I have talked about this before. It deals with legal marijuana, cannabis, if you will. Um, and, of course, uh, I think a majority of the states now allow medical marijuana. Not yet a majority, but quite a few allow recreational marijuana. And uh, our neighboring state, Illinois, uh, is one of them, I believe, recreational and medical marijuana. I think right now Indiana is a marijuana desert. We are encircled by legalized states. Well, and here, you know, my comparison in the past has always been tobacco. Uh, now, tobacco uh, on the surface is harmless. Under the surface, in other words, in your lungs, it is not harmless. And uh, is strictly regulated uh, in, in many aspects, though still legal. Uh, and then here comes uh, marijuana, which for the most part is inhaled to the lungs, and uh, there's now studies out, and we've talked about some of these studies before, some from Sweden, some from Denmark. Uh, but according to this study... Well, those are both drug-friendly countries. Oh, yeah, they? yeah. No, but then to get the report that says that's dangerous medically uh, is quite the story. Now, here comes a, a study here done in the United States. Uh, that says that using cannabis, uh, uh, you're all 50% more likely to develop schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. And the risk is even higher for teens and young adults. Funnily enough, yes. a lawyer from Indianapolis uh, took me out to lunch to talk about things, and he said he had a son, an adult son, who lives with them, and he uh, imbibed in marijuana, which is not legal, uh, and the, uh, the the son, who, as I said, is an adult, started to exhibit schizophrenic behaviors and hearing voices and acting real strange, and they f- 
finally convince him to stop using marijuana, and lo and behold, the symptoms uh, ceased. So uh, that's an anecdote I heard that uh, I had not heard about the schizophrenia before, but my theory, which I did not share with him, was maybe he just stopped telling you about it, so you'd leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) Indiana, I think, is uh, is a bill... Uh, oh yeah, in the legislature yeah. again to legalize marijuana. The smart people in Indianapolis tell me it probably will not pass this year because there's a gubernatorial election and yep, they, and it's a short session. They want to try to not create any controversies. Another more unusual, I think, relevant point is made by a former White House drug policy advisor, Kevin Sabet. He says today's modern marijuana isn't what. It's not your father's marijuana? It's not the boomer generation marijuana. It is of very high potency. I was going to say quality, but potency works. Probably quality. And uh, as a result, um, the medical effects are even more pronounced. And also there's uh, apparently there's all these edibles and different ways to ingest this stuff, from vaping to gummies to uh, cookies and such. So... I'm not an imbiber, so... No, no. Uh, we'll, we'll take our second break here on Legal News and Views, 97.3 and 0.7 FM, 1450 AM, 812-882-3737. We sure would like to hear from you. From the WAOV News Center, I'm Tom Lee reporting. The Vincennes Police Department has received complaints in the last few days about some counterfeit $100 bills. All the bills can pass a counterfeit marker test. They are seen to be counterfeit. Police advise businesses when dealing with large bills to pay closer attention and look at the details. And if you encounter counterfeits, you can call the VPD at 812-882-1630. Temperatures warmed up a bit today, as they did yesterday after an Arctic system brought Arctic air to the area. National Weather Service forecaster Aaron Updike says the recent cold snap was caused by a blocking system to the east. However, the freezer-style cold will return for the start of the weekend, but after that... Area temperatures look to be a bit warmer next week with highs in the 50s possible. Knox County Public Library remind everyone tax preparation assistance returns to the library's Vincennes location next month. The library will collect drop-off tax forms from 10 to 1230 each Saturday morning and afternoon at 502 North 7th. Again, that'll be each Saturday in the month of February. That's part of the VITA, or Volunteers and Tax Assistance Program, through the United Way of Knox County. We've got more at WAOVAM.com. I'm Tom Lee, WAOV News. A lower start for the markets, which then all bounced a little to end in the black today. This is Hoosier Ag Today's Thursday Closing Farm Market Report. Mixed weather conditions in South America, which might have been a wash as far as market influence today. But corn, soybeans, and wheat all gained some ground. Not much as the market continues to look for a positive story and demand news of importance. Up just a penny and three quarters on March corn, 444. May 455. 
have a gain of a penny and a quarter. July up an even penny, four sixty three and a half. March beans twelve thirteen and a half, up seven and three quarters. And May twelve twenty four and a quarter, up six cents, three cents higher. March wheat five eighty five and a half. February live cattle picked up a dollar seventy two today, one seventy four eighty two. February lean hogs down thirty five at seventy one ten. I'm Andy Eubank. Who's your ag today? Indiana's most listened to farm network. The North Knox Lady Warriors shoot straight in number 20 over the Arrows. I'm Tom Lee with the WAOV Radio Sports Beat. North Knox Lady Warriors now 20-1 and as they win 68-34 over Sullivan. Alex McKinley led with 20. Brenna Collins chipped in 14 and Lexi Premise 11. Girls basketball tonight, 8 at 11. Vincent Lincoln will go to 10 and 8 Castle, 8 o'clock varsity start on WZDM and WZDM.com. 9 and 10 Bar Reef visits 18 and 1 South Knox, 7.30. The tip on WZR 105.7. Right here on WAOV, 10 11 Vincent Reve will take on 10 and 9 Wood Memorial. That game can also be live streamed at WAOVAM.com. And a couple other games tonight, Bloomfield at Linton. Heritage Hills will host Boonville. Also, Princeton will play at Pike Central. I'm Tom Lee, WAOV Sports. You can watch live and local high school sports worldwide on your mobile or connected devices with TOC Direct Media Sports Network's video streams powered by Old Chicago and Vincennes. Visit NewsKnoxCounty.com and click on our Sports Network banner. Access our live broadcast schedule as well as current live streams and archived broadcasts. So if you can't make the game in person, you can still watch it live on the TOC Direct Media Sports Network, powered by Old Chicago and Vincennes. When you shop TOC Big Deals, you save money at places like Cannon's Furniture and Tim's Storage Finds. Of course, these are just a few of the discounted gift certificates that are available on our Big Deal store. Shop TOCBigDeals.com and save money today. Don't forget to nominate a local high school athlete for the Tri-State Orthopedics WZDM Athlete of the Week. Go to WZDM.com, click on the Sports tab, then go to Athlete of the Week. Scroll down to the form, fill it out, and send it in. It's that easy. The WAOV forecast now from the Brian Stevens Erie Insurance Weather Center. High of 33 today with a chance of some flurries possible. 50-50 chance of snow tonight. Low to your 17. Tomorrow mostly cloudy. A high of 20. And then a high of 19 on Saturday. Jeff and Dave continue laying down the law every Thursday afternoon at 3 on Legal News and Views on WAOV. And we're back to Legal News and Views. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And it's time now for that regularly scheduled segment of the program known as Least Competent Criminals. And I've gone to the archives again. Apparently the current crop of criminals is not uh, so incompetent. Uh, So let's go back to 2008 in Hempstead Village, New York. Uh, where William Jarrett, a 38-year-old man, thought he saw easy pickings uh, when he grabbed a necklace from a 32-year-old pregnant woman and ran off. Uh, Apparently, the woman, despite her condition, chased him for six blocks, screaming, just in time as a police officer arrived on the scene. Um, I'm not sure uh, if William Jarrett was in any kind of shape, to do what he did, but uh, 
He obviously did not have the ability to outrun a six-month pregnant woman. All right, then we'll go to Dublin, Georgia. Uh, and we did this story a long time ago, uh, so it's a repeat. I apologize, but it's a good one. Chad Blue was shot in 2006. At the time, he told police, I don't know who shot me. Well, at that time, out came a rap song by Rico Rodriguez Wright. And the lyrics of the rap song are, um, uh, Chad Blue knows for sure that I can shoot. Uh, as a result, Chad Blue said, oh, yeah, that's who shot me. Enrico Rodriguez Wright is serving at least 20 years in prison for the 2006 shooting. We have a caller, I think. Uh, no, let's go ahead. We're interrupt legal incompetent criminals for the caller. Welcome to Legal News and Views. Hello. 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 I have a, a question. Uh, go ahead. Uh, have we lost him? No. He's still there. Hello. Welcome to Legal News and Views. Hold on one second, okay? Hear I cannot hear him, no. Oh, through, through the headset. Go ahead. I cannot hear him, no. Well, we had a caller. I hear him moving around. <laughs> Heavy breathing. All right. Now try it. Go ahead. Hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, my son had a colon cancer, and, he, and ever since he's been very anxious, and so a few months back, he, he went and bought some uh, CBD oil infused hemp. Uh, yes. To smoke to uh, help calm his nerves, and he was sitting on his back. an interesting point for a couple of reasons. I read an article that uh, colon cancer is really rampant among young men now and younger people than typically. And I've also uh, learned from the people in my office that do criminal work, people will buy things at a gas station and uh, they may be arrested for possession of a controlled substance. They don't test it. And they go through what your son went through, and when they do finally test it, they oh, yeah, this is legal. And I'm not sure uh, if there wouldn't be some kind of claim that could be made to get reimbursed. Uh, yes, I think Dave's right. You, uh, Your son should seek legal counsel 
because it sounds like uh, false imprisonment uh, or um, uh, something similar. Uh, so uh, at least get his money back, and maybe even more. Yep. Uh, I wonder would it be would it work out for him to have to just go to small claims court? Well, in small claims court, he'd be limited to just $6,000. The other problem, if you're suing a city or a county or a state entity that did the arrest, you have to follow certain procedures, uh, yeah. tort claim notice, and um, there's a time limit on actually pursuing that. So it's a little more complex than just saying, I want my $1,000 back. Generally, what Dave, what Dave is saying is if you have a tort claim, which is what this would be against a governmental entity, you have to give them notice of the tort claim within six months after the incident occurred. So I, I'm not quite sure uh, how far along your son's claim is. But, again, um, he should seek legal counsel. Well, I was going to say, he was just hoping to get $1,000 back. Well, small claims, small claims court could be the. Uh, when he went manager. through the uh, initial hearing, was did he get a court-appointed lawyer? Well, the other interesting thing is uh, if he was on private property, you could also contest the probable cause. Um, I mean, he's minding his own business. I mean, what tipped them off that there was some illegal activity going on on his own back porch? Well, it might be worth his time uh, to consult with someone and at least get his uh, out-of-pocket money back. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, let me add a quick sort of related story. Um, in Davies County, they did a sting trying to serve arrest warrants on, on people they couldn't find. Uh, so they send a letter out saying to these people who had arrest warrants, um, come to certain, I think back then it was the executive inn of Vincennes, and we'll give you free NASCAR tickets to a race. And uh, so all these people showed up just to get arrested. Now, here's my client who did not have an arrest warrant, but just so happened, I guess, to be living at an address that used to be uh, where this uh, person with the arrest warrant lived. And he got the letter, and he called the police department and said, I'm not the guy you're looking for, but can I come and get the free tickets? They said, yeah. So he showed up, and he got handcuffed and arrested. Uh, I took the case to small claims court, and uh, the judge gave, for false arrest, uh, uh, gave him uh, $3,000 at that time, the max, um, from the uh, 
from the sheriff's department of Davies County. So uh, you could have a claim there. Let's finish up in the least competent criminals. Um, in Leavenworth, Kansas, uh, was a 49-year-old who thought, ah, I've got a front-end loader, and they, Frontier Credit Union, have an ATM. So he took his front-end loader, picked up the ATM, and dropped it several times, but it didn't break open. So he took it to a 50-foot embankment, thinking that'll break it open, except he, the loader, and the ATM all crashed to the bottom, ending up with him in the hospital what and about, arrested. What about the ATM? Did not open. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and last one, uh, British Muslim, Nicky Riley. He's 22 years of age in Exeter, England. He decided he's going to donate a terrorist homemade nail bomb in a restaurant. He went to the men's room, triggered the bomb, meaning... It was going to explode in a certain period of time, but then he could not unlock the men's room door to get out. For the love of God, let me out. <laughs> he also ended up in the hospital. I have a quick okay. one before our break. Uh, a man in Nebraska called 911 to report a wrong-way driver who was possibly drunk. Unfortunately, the guy who called was the drunk wrong-way driver. The video <laughs> taken by the officer who was traveling in the same direction on the other side of the same highway Shows uh, him the Subaru Impreza traveling against the flow of traffic. Uh, so I'm not sure exactly what he thought, unless he thought the people driving toward him were possibly drunk. So <laughs> he was arrested, of course. Of course. And that brings to a close this week's least competent criminals. And takes us to our third break here on Legal News and Views. 97.3 and point seven FM, 1450 AM, 812-882-3737. Still plenty of time for your call. Deanna. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband, and he lost weight, and his cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend lost 20 pounds her first two months. What are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed. Early bird special only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings, late night eating binges, boredom eating, stress eating. Seminars Thursday, January 25th at the Holiday Inn Indianapolis Airport. Weight loss seminar 530, stop smoking seminar 8 p.m. And Saturday, January 27th at the Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Noblesville. Weight loss seminar 11 a.m., stop smoking seminar 2 p.m. Register at Mark Patrick Seminars. Hi, it's Dennis Daly, inviting you to join me Mondays when we grab our popcorn and get ready for another motion picture. Not the soundtrack of a Hollywood movie, but a special retelling of a classic story for radio, often with the original cast. Hollywood Nostalgia, Monday at 3. 
Let the original company, Incorporated, help your business by getting the word out. Whether your business needs marketing research, public relations, website design, print, broadcast, or even internet advertising, rely on the technical research and expertise of the original company. Go online to originalcompany.com. With numerous radio stations serving southwestern Indiana and southeastern Illinois, plus their associated worldwide websites, as well as organizing vendor events and TOC Direct Mail, we've got you covered. Let us prove to you advertising works. Again, go to originalcompany.com. And we're back. Legal views and views. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And uh, you still have time to call in. 812-882-3737. Target stores across Southern California have released uh, surveillance footage of a thief. And he would be a least competent criminal, except he hadn't been caught yet. The uh, video always shows him in the Target store uh, with an iPad in his hand. At one point, he's seen talking to a store employee holding the box. And then the video shows him uh, he's dressed in running gear, shorts and running shoes, sprinting out of the store with the iPad. So far, they allege he has stolen $39,000 worth of iPads from Target stores. Uh... Given the fact they have his picture, uh, I suspect he's his crime spree is not much longer. There was a this is not good for radio. There was a video of uh, three burglars that were robbing a uh, chicken restaurant, and the uh, police were quite amused. They called them uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly because you can see them running around the Popeye's chicken place, all of them falling down on the floor. Uh, seemingly out of control. Uh, like I said, that's not good for radio. Um, I got an uh, Ohio f- official was arrested for speaking at her own meeting. <laughs> Believe it or not, a judge says her rights were violated. An Ohio official's elect uh, constitutional rights were violated when her colleagues on a county board of commissioners had her arrested for criticizing the sheriff during a public meeting. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? Uh, Nikki Franchico, the lone Republican on the three-member Trumbull County Board of Commissioner, was placed in handcuffs by a sheriff's deputies at the commissioner's meeting back in uh, July of 2022 and charged under an Ohio law that makes it a misdemeanor to prevent or disrupt a lawful meeting. It was her meeting. Uh, the law prohibits obstructive conduct or speech that outrages the sensibilities of the group. The charges were later dropped. Uh, she live-streamed her arrest on Facebook, subsequently filed a federal civil rights lawsuit saying she was ordered to leave the meeting and placed under arrest for ex- exercising her First Amendment rights. Uh, and usually those disruption laws are for non-elected people who try to disrupt the elected person's meeting. So um, I suspect... Um, I guess it would be a little dicey if she got a big judgment against the county commissioners because she is one of them. So it amazes me that they people think that that would be okay. Uh, a point Dave and I have made consistently over the 30-some-odd years of this show is anybody can be sued anytime for just about anything. Uh, doesn't mean they're going to win. Doesn't mean they have a good lawsuit. In case in point, is one Roderick Jackson of Wascom, Texas. 
he has filed two handwritten complaints suing Walmart for an incident he said took place at a store in Omaha, Nebraska in March of 2021. Uh, the first complaint alleged a violations uh, that he was su- suing, spelled sewing, uh, for civil rights violation based on race and color. Um, the complaints allege a false pretense of shoplifting. As a result, it seeks $100 million in damages or, what I think is a clever alternative, free unlimited shopping at any of Walmart's stores for life. You didn't seem that interested when I read that story last week. Oh, really? Well, that would have required me to listen. I know. And we, we talked about that a little bit because it really depends on his life expectancy. Well, if he's 20 years old... Um, of course, you could probably do a lot of damage in a Walmart store if you just shop there once a week and take all the high-end items and sell them. So, well, you know, you could get some big-screen TVs, I suppose. Uh, took five years in court, but Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong and other arcade records are back on the books, thanks in part to a doctor's note that says nobody can prove he cheated. He had these high scores, which apparently, if you're in the gaming world, is a big deal. Uh, he's known in his, for these achievements in titles like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, had several records reinstated by Twin Galaxies Database after reaching a settlement in a defamation lawsuit that's been ongoing since 2019. Uh, Twin Galaxies in 2018 began investigating claims that Billy Mitchell's personal record um, in Donkey Kong was not achieved on an original unmodified arcade hardware. Within a few months, the site removed all of his scores. Uh, he filed suit for defamation, saying, well, you've ruined my reputation. I think his reputation as a gamer may be, I don't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is there such a thing as a reputation as a gamer? In fair consideration of the expert opinion provided by Dr. Zaida on behalf of Mr. Mitchell and consistent with Twin Galaxies' dedication to the meticulous documentation and preservation of video game score history, Twin Galaxies shall heretofore reinstate all of his scores as part of the official historical database. Back when this happened, I mean, I think those scores have actually been beaten since this lawsuit started. And some little kid uh, beat Tetris. So it's never been... Tetris was easy to beat. No, go go all the way to the last screen where it actually stops. It has never been done in history. And I'm suspicious because somehow he was uh, has himself on video beating the game. Uh, they say it was a, a big deal, but I don't have the patience for gaming, so my gaming reputation is bad. I'm at level 1,017 for solitaire. <laughs> really? Really. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, that means I, I've wasted a lot of my life. Uh, but let's go to New Hampshire, Tilton, New Hampshire, where there's a market basket supermarket is what it's called. January 5th, police were called to the market after what is known now as the Fruity Fracas. Uh, apparently, in the produce section, a fight broke out where uh, produce was slung at various individuals, hospitalizing one with non-life-threatening injuries. According to the social media post, uh, one uh, object of uh, attack was a watermelon. Uh, and 
with uh, the other person throwing other produce back at the person. Uh, the employees working at the market basket said we've been instructed to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <clears throat> yeah. Got held up by German customs over a luxury watch. <clears throat> he went through, uh, was going through customs and usually declare things that you have to pay taxes on or say you don't have anything. And they took him aside for a random search, found this very expensive watch, and then charged him for a tax evasion and apparently a criminal charge. So it's not clear whether he'll actually be uh, prosecuted. He was taking the watch to. Um, a charity auction, and uh, he may have been profiled. May have. And if they're criminally prosecuting him, he'll be back. Well, I consider this to be good news. Wayne State University in Michigan, uh, for 15 years, has listed 10 long-lost words that should be resurrected. Uh, this year, the, the, they have identified... Blatherskite, which apparently means nonsense. Kerglaf, the shock felt upon diving into cold water. Raw Gabbett, a person who speaks confidently but ignorantly. And Pocky. We could add that to our show. Having a cynical sense of humor. What was that? That's now, now, here is the Raw Gabbett and Pocky Dave. Okay, I, I, I will uh, wear that. I guess this could have been in the uh, least competent criminals. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, police watch for people switching uh, spots when they're stopped for a, uh, a DUI, suspicion of DUI. Uh, in this case, out of Colorado, police pulled over a man for speeding, only to find the driver had switched spots with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy tried to convince the officer that the dog was, in fact, the one going 52 miles an hour in the 35-mile-per-hour mile zone. <clears throat> the guy was in the passenger seat, got out of the car to tell the whole story about the dog driving, since cops hate when anyone gets out of the vehicle without being asked to. That was also not a smart move. Uh, the dog, they say, was just let go with just a warning. Not only was this guy drunk, he thought a cop would buy that his dog was driving. He had two arrest warrants, uh, so hopefully they called somebody to pick up the dog because Daddy was going to jail. Yeah. Boone, North Carolina, gives us a 32-year-old woman arrested on January 2nd and placed in the backseat of a police car, which, if you don't already know, is like a cage. Uh, you cannot get out without somebody opening the doors. Uh, as a result, uh, she began chewing away at the backseat upholstery to the tune of $650 in damages. Is that in the police car? Yeah. Do you know how nasty the back of a police car is? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, police, uh, police... I assume. A police post said they may need to invest in Kevlar seat covers, and they're trying to decide whether or not to charge her in connection with the car damages. Uh, according to California Highway Patrol, uh, they stopped this person uh, who was riding a horse while drunk, and they got a DUI. Um <coughs> The uh, while well, arresting a guy for riding a horse while drunk. Uh, Would that be RUI? I don't know. They usually look 
It's like having a designated driver. They usually they'll go home on their own, don't they? <laughs> well, that that was the Amish story we did a long time ago. Uh, where the horse knew how to take the carriage. Well, home. we've had uh, uh, drunk driving on a motorized yeah. cooler and uh, yes. lawnmowers and all manner of things. Or uh, I think in Illinois, if they find them, even if the car is parked. Yeah, and, and the they, keys are in there. Yeah. And they find them seated in the car. Yeah, you had the potential to commit a crime. Yep. I, I don't know if we did this story. I know it's been in the paper. I got this. I, oh. I got this one. We've got a couple minutes here. Certainly. My friend discovered he had a biological daughter 60 years ago. Does she or her family have a claim to his estate? Ah, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. And the music has begun, meaning that we've come to the end of this week's Legal News and Views. Uh, here on uh, 97.3, 97.7, and 1450 uh, WAOV. I'm Jeff. Thanks well, for listening. I'm Dave. Uh, presumably we'll be back next week. Yes. Have a good weekend. The Talk of the Town, 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes and 97.3 FM WAOV Washington. News on Tom Graham. The Justice Department has issued a damning report over law enforcement's response following the 2022 mass shooting at a Uvalde, Texas elementary school that left 19 children and two.